Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 478. Don't give up. Uh, you know, you're you're going to hit some failures along the way. Um, but, you know, look for people who have succeeded. Uh, let them mentor you. Let them guide you along the way. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. I'll never worry again about having a dead battery with my NOCO Genius Boost Jump Starter. This compact tool fits in my glove box and features rechargeable lithium battery technology that'll jumpstart a dead battery in my car, boat, truck, or RV. The Genius Boost features built-in spark-proof technology and reverse polarity protection to safely jumpstart any of my vehicles. The compact, ergonomically designed clamps are built from solid copper for maximum conductivity. There's a built-in ultrabite dual LED flashlight with seven modes, including an SOS and emergency strobe. I use my Genius Boost Jump Starter to charge my phone, tablet, and laptop while I'm on the road or if the power goes out in my home. The unit itself is easily rechargeable in my vehicle. The Genius Boost from NOCO is the ultimate emergency tool that's safe and easy to use. Quality design, state-of-the-art technology from NOCO, the battery car source since 1914. I've got one in each of my vehicles. Get yours at GeniusChargers.com. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I am revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Kenny Hawk. Kenny, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Absolutely. All right. Great to have you here. Kenny Hawk is the owner and founder of River Raider Off-Road and Hawk Designs. It all started in his parents' garage back in 2007 and quickly grew. Kenny focused his time designing and building quality products for the Jeep market. And then in 2010, Hawk Designs was formed. And it's there that Kenny and his talented team design, build, and offer unique and high-quality parts and accessories for Jeeps and more. They also build the first turnkey off-road 4x4 vehicles that are available in Hawk Design River Raider ST truck set a new standard for those off-road vehicles. That thing is crazy, by the way. And then that was followed by the LS-powered Dune Raider. And I'm sure we're going to hear about some of the other projects you guys are doing there. In fact, I'll let our listeners know we're recording this uh, ad hoc design. So if you hear some uh, construction and building going on in the background, we're right there in the middle of the action having some fun. So, Kenny, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a brief moment and share a little bit more about your business and, of course, your passion for automobiles? Well, absolutely. I've always had a passion for cars and trucks. Uh, even when I worked in construction field, I always did it on the side. You know, it was a, it was a hobby. And uh, when the housing market kind of collapsed in 2007, everybody was looking for work. We were all kind of scrambling. And uh, I had already started to learn how to weld in my parents' garage. And uh, I thought, well, maybe this would be a good opportunity to take my passion and my hobby and turn it into a business. So that's what we did. Well, it's really cool. That's why I wanted to have you as a guest here, because that's what Cars yeah is all about, people that have wrapped their passion into their vocations. And my goodness, that's what you guys have done. I know you mentioned in our pre-show chat, you guys are just slammed. Business is great. So we're going to learn a little bit more about how much fun you're having there in your garage. But first, I always like to start our journey with a success quote. This is some kind of saying that's been instrumental in forming your life and your success. And it's a 
Really nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars Yeah. So, Kenny, take the wheel. Well, really, it's it came from my dad. He told me uh, after working over 30 years uh, as a postal worker, uh, delivering mail uh, here in our small town, that uh, you know he just hated his job. He, he never really enjoyed it. And I appreciated his hard work. He had a very strong work ethic and knew how to do a lot of different things. But he did that job all those years to take care of his family. And uh, he told me, he's like, if you can ever do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. Yeah. And I really stuck with me. Uh, he's like, even if you don't have a lot of money, if you do what you love, that's really the key to it. And, uh, and so I've tried to model our business uh, after that saying. Well, listeners, how many times have you heard that from guests here on Cars? Yeah, it's, it goes back to that famous quote by Henry Ford. You know, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. And uh, your dad was very wise and great to share that with you. And it sounds like you listened like a good son does. And you're doing exactly that. That's really cool. Would you share a story with us that instigated your passion for cars? Is, is there a pivotal moment in your life when you really knew that you were a car guy? From the time I was small, I loved seeing pictures of my dad's old cars. I had a real passion for old Fords and old hot rods. So I would love going to the hot rod shows even before I got a driver's license. But um, I knew I wanted to do something in the automotive industry. Uh, I had designed a snorkel intake system for a Jeep Wrangler. And that was kind of how it got the wheels turning. But the problem was, you know, how do you stand out in the market? There was already a lot of companies that had... Uh, a lot more time, energy, uh, money invested in building a brand. How would I come into this already saturated market and stand out? So uh, I built a show vehicle and and it did well at the shows and events. We started selling things, but I wanted to do something more. I wanted to, When I went to that show, I wanted to have the most radical, customized vehicle there to help sell our products. And that's what happened. We, we started doing that. And when we had that radical show vehicle there, people started coming to us for full vehicles, not just the parts. And so that's when the tides turned. It, we were not just a parts company. We were a custom vehicle building company. And we, I think we did that without really realizing it. You know, that's a great golden nugget for those entrepreneurs listening is really uh, you can move into a crowded market. You just need to figure out a way to stand out and be different. There's lots of different ways to do that. In your case, you uh, focused on quality and design is what your standards are. And look where that brought you. All of a sudden, it went from one product, a snorkel, to building entire vehicles. So great message there you shared with us. I would love to take a look at some of the roads you've driven down and talk a little bit about a big challenge or better yet, a big failure that you faced along the way in your career. Um, this uh, is something that uh, really kind of pushed you to your limits. But more importantly, how did you overcome that situation and what did it teach you? Not to tell the same story again, but that, that when I built that first show vehicle, I'd taken any, every little bit of money that I had made and saved it up and I shipped my vehicle out to California for a big off-road event. That was my chance to really get in front of our market segment you know, you know, there was very, it was very concentrated area out there in California. I'm all the way in Pennsylvania. So that, that was a big venture on my part. And I got out there and I realized that, you know, we didn't have what it, what it, what we needed to really establish ourselves out there. We needed to wow the people. 
So uh, that was a little bit of a failure to me. I didn't get the magazine uh, feature that I was hoping to on that vehicle because that would have catapulted us forward. So when I left, I was bound and determined that the next thing that we build was going to be on the cover of some of these big uh, 4x4 magazines to get that attention we needed. Right. So I looked at uh, an old vehicle that Chrysler had produced as a, as a prototype vehicle. It, there was a truck that they had, had made kind of a Wrangler pickup truck. And that was back, I believe, all the way back in 2008 at the Detroit Auto Show. So this was 2010. We decided we would take a brand new four-door Wrangler and turn it into a pickup truck and and take that out for the the biggest Jeep event in the country, Easter Jeep Safari, uh, that year. So uh, we did that, and it, it, it got the attention of Chrysler. They got very excited. And I was trying to promote us as a big company, but I was still operating in my parents' garage at the time. Uh, in fact, I snapped a photo, a progress photo of the vehicle and sent it to a couple of my buddies uh, in the industry. And uh, a few months later, I'm, you know, I'm reading my issue of JP Magazine in the, in the bathroom. And, uh, and there's the photograph that I shot in, in my parents' garage of the vehicle underway. And they're saying, you know, coming soon from the River Raider shop, this exciting new project. And uh, I was honored that it was in there. But I don't think anybody else realized that you could see the miracle grow and the hedge trimmers <laughs> on the yeah. wall in the back. You know, we were still a really tiny shop. Yeah. And that was that wow moment for me. Like, wow, we can do so much with so little. Um, and that we just kept that ball rolling. We had to keep finding new, breaking new ground finding some area that nobody else had had been on uh, to establish ourselves as some something unique. Yeah, you know, your story brings to mind another story about this little company you may have heard of called Lamborghini. <laughs> and I'll tell our listeners this story. I visited Lamborghini, their factory, back in 2011, and the curator gave us a tour of the museum and the workshop in the back, and the new Reventon was being built, and she showed us the first Countach ever made. And it was green. The lady said, did you know the story about this car? Look under the hood and you can see some red paint under there. You looked underneath there and it was like, this is interesting. What's the story? She said, well, when Lamborghini built this car, it was so radical and new, he took it to a car show and it was red. And then a month later, there was another car show in Europe and he wanted the, the world to think that there was more than one. So they <laughs> they didn't have time to rebuild it. So they quickly repainted it green so everyone thought oh there's two of them they're actually going to produce this car so people can buy it so even a company as big as lamborghini had its start in that little garage with the miracle grow <laughs> maybe there was something <laughs> different there in uh italy but uh i wanted to share that with you because you know even the biggest companies nowadays had to start somewhere so uh great story Absolutely. yeah great story i love that about standing out and uh, making the break. And I think it was pretty funny that you discovered that while you're in the bathroom too. So <laughs> very funny. Let's shift gears here, Kenny, and go to the other end of the spectrum. Would you share a story with me, kind of a career aha moment? I like to say it's a time when the headlights come on and illuminate your way for this new direction, this new idea you had for your business. And tell us the steps you took to turn your aha moment into your success. Well, there's lots of uh, little moments like that along the way. I, I would say that it's never turning down an opportunity has been the key to our success. Um, we, you know, a lot of times we get so pigeonholed into a certain vein of work that we like we only want to do this, 
and we're not willing to take chances and, and try different things. And um, that's been kind of my thing is we don't we don't we don't turn our nose up at anything, uh, any type of project, anything that anybody wants to do. Uh, we're willing to help them make their dream a reality. So at, at SEMA, we've had some opportunities where we've met some people that are just seem like some really weird people, you know, some very strange backgrounds, very odd requests for vehicles. And I'm always like, absolutely, you know, and, and, and I turn what they're, they're excited about into my passion and go for it. And that, that has really been some of the things I feel that have catapulted us forward and enabled us to break new ground, uh, enabled us to grow. For example, recently we got contacted about building a six by six Wrangler. A six by six? Yes. And uh, I did some research and, and there was a couple that had been built. Uh, there's there's uh, the Mercedes uh, Barat that Barabbas builds. Oh yeah, six by six. Yeah, and uh, so we did some research on that, and and uh, we thought, okay, well, sure, we'll give it a shot. We'll 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 do this, and uh, and we we completed the the main fabrication of the vehicle rather quickly. I felt pretty comfortable with that, but the drive line was was a, something very very challenging. Yeah, and uh, we 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 built it, we designed it, and and I just wasn't happy with it. And it was one of those things like, well, do we just kind of throw in the towel and say, hey, it is what it is here. And uh, I just decided, no, I can't live with it like that. We ripped it all apart, rebuilt the entire driveline from scratch, and it was money. It, it worked. Yeah. And, and, and I was like, okay, we're never going to give up on something like this. And, and because of that, they've ordered several more. The same customer. Wow. So now we're now we're a six by six shop. You know, we're 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 building some pretty radical things, and and I I love that. I love that there's always something new around the corner. Yeah. So you'd say, uh, in retrospect, then those aha moments have to do stepping out of your comfort zone. Absolutely, absolutely, and, and yeah, it, and I really do. I, I I would like to just have you know build everything that you know have less stress in my life. By having a very standard issue, everything's the same kind of production, but I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't, you, you think that's what you want, but you get so used to uh, meeting these challenges that you face on a daily basis head on and you're a problem solver. You, you, you figure out a way, you know, right. whether you need to design something completely new to make it work or machine something or fabricate something that nobody's ever seen to solve the problem. There's a, there's a measure of satisfaction there that uh, I think goes above and beyond uh, the, the, any, any praise that you might get from the vehicle. It, it's more like that, uh, that alone time in the shop where you feel good about what you've been able to accomplish and nobody else knows about it. Well, I think, again, you uh, discovered a little secret to uh, great businesses, and that is when you start to coast, that's when you're in trouble. you got to keep your foot on the pedal because you got to keep pushing yourself out of those boundaries to find new things. And, and consumers these days want new things. They get bored very fast. So if you just start doing the same old, same old, uh, you, that's when you know you're in trouble. <laughs> so kudos to you and your team for keep pushing those boundaries. That's very cool. How about proudest business moments? I would assume you've had many, but is there one in particular that stands out for you that you'd like to share? That, that's a that's a tough question. There there has been a lot of really uh, moments that we're very proud of, but uh, the one that comes to the top of my head is you know uh, recently we were on a little four wheeling trip out west, and uh, we were I was looking online at some of the popularity with the new Hellcat car. Yeah, and uh, you know. 
it was just receiving rave reviews. Everybody was very excited about it. The dealers couldn't keep them in stock. Uh, they were going for almost, uh, in some cases, you know, 30, 40% over invoice. And uh, I said, you know, we do a lot of Hemi conversions in Wranglers already. You know, five sevens, six ones, six fours. Mm-hmm. You know, what about putting a Hellcat motor in a Wrangler? Wow. And, and I said, you know, I, you know, it's so ridiculous and over the top. What if we did it? And uh, so I, while we were driving down the road at, you know, 80 miles an hour, I made a logo on my phone of Hawk Hellcat Wrangler. And I put, you know, coming soon. And, and I went and bought HellcatWrangler.com and I established, you know, I linked it back to Hawk Designs and I put the coming soon, all the information there that I would want in the in that Wrangler to build it correctly. I didn't even really know if it was possible at that point, but I put it out there and we reached several million people in a matter of hours because wow. it just went, it went crazy. Everyone was super excited. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And uh, so then it was like, okay, now we got to do it. So we had... We had to go and we had, at that time, the motors were unavailable. You couldn't buy the motors. Right. Just the, um, you had to buy the whole car to get the motor. That's what I did. I oh. went out and bought a brand new Hellcat. Wow. And I, I ripped the guts out of it. And uh, we pulled the motor out and put it into a, a Wrangler. And um, and now we've, we've sold several of them. So um, it, they're awesome. They're, they're a lot of fun. And uh, I was proud to, proud to see them. Very cool, very inspirational, and very uh, forward-thinking. Uh, that's really nice. I love that. Love that. Yeah, driving down the freeway at eighty, did a logo on my phone and linked it up and bought a new uh, domain. Very nice. I love it. Very <laughs> entrepreneurial. Let's have a little bit of fun here. What was your first really special car? And maybe you could share a memory you have with that vehicle. Well, my first car was a '63 Ford Falcon. And uh, I chose that vehicle because my dad had had a Ford Falcon. It was one of his first cars. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I love seeing those photos. And uh, it, it didn't make a whole lot of sense. But my dad was willing to work with me in my garage on that Falcon. And uh, I was just, you know, I, did, I was not very mechanically inclined. But I, I loved learning and, you know, bringing up all the new brake lines and making the parts with him. So that, that was, I, I enjoyed that. And then uh, my, my next car was a, a 59 Euro Beetle. Oh, and cool. I, and I, that's where I really kind of cut my teeth on learning how to weld and fabricate. I suicided the doors and um, started started chopping and cutting and, and, and just modifying it and learning as I went, watching YouTube videos on how to fabricate and weld. Those, those, were, those were great times because everything was new and exciting. It was the very first time yeah. uh, learning how to do that stuff. Quite fun. Two very different cars, but uh, pretty simple cars to work on and sure. experiment with. So really nice. Yeah. Of course, the Falcon, the predecessor to the Mustang. Uh, at least platform-wise, it came out. I had an old Mustang 66, I believe it was, for a while. So yeah. very cool. Well, how about a vehicle that you let go that you really wish you had back in the garage? Is there one you can think of with that seller's remorse? Well, with us being a four-wheel drive shop, I would have to say that it's our my very first Jeep Wrangler. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I had, I had a 97 TGA Wrangler that I bought. And that was even before we started uh, thinking that we were going to have a four-wheel drive company mm-hmm. or a business. And uh, so I was driving that back and forth to work, my construction job, you know. <laughs> and uh, and uh, so I fixed that up pretty good. I really liked that Jeep. And uh, I had it dialed in just the way I wanted it. But 
I needed to sell it to buy equipment, to buy uh, welding equipment. So yeah. uh, I know where it's at and I know I still keep in touch with the owner. So someday I'm going to get that thing back. He knows it. He knows I'm coming back for it someday. First right to refusal are always a good thing too. <laughs> with those cars, you have to let go. Yeah. Excellent. I love it. Well, let's talk a little bit about what you guys are doing this year in your shop. I'd love for you to explain a little bit more to our listeners about all the different things you do and and is there a particular project you guys are working on right now that really has you excited and fired up? Well, I tell you, what we're doing right now in this shop is we're gearing up for uh, a SEMA show again in November. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've already designed my, my build for, this, for SEMA. So I, I've, uh, I've, got, I've done the rendering on it, and I've talked with several uh, big companies that, about having it in their booth this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are entering the Battle of the Builders. Uh, which we made the top 21 this year uh, with our with our rock rat build, but I, I'm I'm not satisfied with that. I really want to be in the top 10 at least this year. So I'm gonna be. I only worked on it for three months. The one I did last year uh-huh. and Chip Chip Foose, who made it to the top three, he worked on his for three years. Uh, yeah. So I was like, okay, I know I've got to put more time into this to uh, to get into the top 10. Yeah. So th- that's my goal is to do that. So we're 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 dialing that project in. I've been writing down all my ideas and. Uh, finalizing the concept for that. In addition to that, we're doing this um, epic Willie's adventure where uh, there's about 15 of us. Uh, we're starting in Minnesota. Uh, we actually leave next week to start this. I have a 1950 Willie's pickup that uh, has been sitting in a field, not just down from our shop uh, for the last 30 years. Wow. So uh, I, I bought it from the, the gentleman. Uh, it's in major disrepair. And uh, we, we're taking about a week getting it roadworthy. We rebuilt the motor, rebuilt the transmission. Uh-huh. We're leaving the outside all patina just the way it is. Cool. And we're, we're driving it cross country for the 50th anniversary of Easter Jeep Safari in Utah. Oh, nice. So there's, and they're all, all the willies on the trip, all, all 15 willies uh, are, are old, uh, dilapidated, rough looking, but uh, we're going to just take all back roads and explore the country. Uh, no GPS, no cell phones. And uh, kick it old school. So I'm looking forward to that. Very cool. Sounds like some really exciting projects. And for all of us going to SEMA this next fall, we'll look forward to that new build that you're going to present out there. Very nice. I love it. Now, here's a very introspective question for you, Kenny. If you were a car, some kind of vehicle, what kind of car would you be and why? Oh, that is tough. That is really <laughs> tough. Well, I'd like to think that I'm a, I'm a tank. A tank. Okay, yeah, cool. Because, you know... <laughs> It's all about just clearing obstacles yeah. and, and just not, not being an unstoppable force. You yeah. Because con- you know, as a business owner, I tell people, if you're going to start your own business, it's like an icy cold rain in the face. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's really what it is. It's a constant, uh, constant struggle, constant stress to keep your head up and keep moving forward. Yeah. And um, when, you're, when you're one man show, it's tough. Uh, when, you start to, when it starts getting bigger and bigger, you need to get more people with the same mindset that you have. Right. And we've done that, you know, and so I've, I've joined more tanks to my team <laughs> that we, I think we can pretty much clear any obstacles in front of us. Very cool. I think you're the first tank here on cars. Yeah. And I love that <laughs> metaphor. Very good. Yeah. It's like that constant icy cold rain in the face that we entrepreneurs face. Yeah. It's relentless. So you got to just keep on trekking or keep on trucking to use that old saying from the sixties long before you were born. But when I was, a, <laughs> when I was a little kid, so very cool. Well, Kenny, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. Hey, Cars Yeah listeners, I have a question. What's the best way to protect your vehicle? 
both the exterior and the interior. It's with a car cover. I've been using Covercraft car covers since 1975. It's the fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. Covercraft is the world's largest manufacturer of custom patterned vehicle covers, and they are crafted to fit like a custom suit with over 80,000 patterns available. And they're made in the USA. But Covercraft is much more than car covers. Their vehicle protection system protects your cars, motorcycles, watercrafts, and RVs, exteriors from the elements, and the interiors from the wear and tear of daily life. Car covers, front end masks, dash covers, seat covers, floor mats, and much, much more. Covercraft offers you a full array of custom accessories made specifically for and styled to complement and protect your special vehicle. Covercraft is the right choice. I use them on all my vehicles, and your special vehicles will love them too. Learn more today at Covercraft.com. And you can get free shipping when you use the code at checkout, CARSYEAH. If you own collector cars and still have a little bit of money left over, congratulations. You're ahead of most people, but what should you do with the money you don't spend on cars? Talk to Chris Kimball, Certified Financial Planner Practitioner. For over 20 years, he's been helping people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. And he's a car guy, too. Call 253-722-PLAN. Or you can view his website at www.chrisvkimble.com. Make sure your investments are running on all eight cylinders, or 12, or 16. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member, Finra Sipic. All right, Kenny, we are back and we're entering the last lap. And this is where I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So you ready? You got it. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? Check your fluids. <laughs> yes, very <laughs> important. I was just saying that to my daughter the other day. Check your fluids. Yeah. Would you share one of your personal habits that you believe has helped contribute to your success over the years? Personal habits. Well, I tell you, I got into the routine of sending myself emails every night. <laughs> Reminders. Telling, telling myself what I need to do in the morning making myself to-do lists. So I, I can't live without my to-do list. Yeah, I agree. I do the same thing. Do you have a resource that you'd like to share with our listeners you think they would really enjoy? Well, I tell you, one of my most favorite things right now is Instagram. <laughs> and I go on Instagram and I do the search and I type in hashtag anything that I'm interested in. So if I'm building an old vehicle that represents an old World War II airplane like we've done in the past, I uh, I search old vintage World War II airplanes, and I just get a, a, an amazing source of photographs and really cool things uh, that I can use on my builds. Or if I'm looking for rat rods or hot rods or any particular type of vehicle I'm looking for inspiration on, I will type that in there, and I, I can spend hours just going through there, coming up with ideas and seeing other cool things that people are doing. So I, I use that a lot. Yeah, very cool. I love Instagram, too. Uh, here at Cars, yeah, we have a... Instagram site that people can go to with photos I've shot over the years of really cool cars. I always try to post some really interesting things up there for people to uh, give them some inspiration and entice them a little bit. So Instagram is great. And do you have an Instagram account with your business? We sure do. Awesome. We have uh, River Raider Off-Road uh, is Instagram. And we also have Hawk Designs. Awesome. And then I have my personal one up there as well. So we have quite a few different things. We, we don't always post the same thing. So uh, I kind of try to 
see, show, give an inside look into our shop and what's happening on a daily basis and um, kind of a little down and dirty, whereas Hawk Designs uh, focuses on the vehicles. Riverator shows our parts in use. So uh, quite, a, quite a variety there. Yeah, great. Love Instagram. How about a book? Is there one book in particular perhaps you've read in the past you think our listeners would really enjoy reading as well? Uh, Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People. You <laughs> yes. Know? I love that book. It was it was great insight on how to how to deal with uh, with people and yeah. how how to you know how to do things the right way to get the right results. A great a great read for entrepreneurs too that are starting their own business, people in business to kind of help them how to relate to people better, how to work with people better, communicate better. So great resource, great book. Well, I'll remind our listeners you can find all these great resources Kenny's been so kind to share at his very own show notes page on. Carsyad.com. Just type Kenny in the search bar and that page will pop right up. All right. We are up to the checkered flag. And this last question can be a real doozy. If you could have only one collector car in your garage, you can't buy something expensive and sell it, and build a bunch of cool stuff. You got to just pick one. You got to keep it. But don't worry about the price because today I'm going to buy you whatever you like, Kenny. Mm. What would that one vehicle be? And more importantly, Why? Wow. Oh, that is a doozy. Oh, my <laughs> yeah. goodness. I, I wasn't expecting the question to be that hard. Uh, it's a tough one for a lot of folks, you know, but some folks, they, they, they know exactly what it might be. But for those that it's tough, I say, well, what if you had to pick something just today? Just today. Well, you know, my, my range is limited as to what I've actually experienced and driven. You know, I see a lot of beautiful cars yeah. uh, when I go to these events and everything. So it's easy to pick one of those because, you know, they're high dollar, you know, they're very, very well built. But, you know, I would have to say some of the most fun I've ever had has been in a, in a, in a Jeep Wrangler. Um, so huh. I'm going to I'm going to have to go with uh, if I only have one. Yeah, I'm going to go with our, my probably like the Hawk Hellcat Wrangler because. It's it's got all the it's got the Hell, uh, Hellcat power that I like in a car, and it's got the go anywhere ability. So I, I love I love going on mountain trails. So if that's the only one I'm allowed to have, that's where I go. All right, very cool, very unique answer for sure. But uh, I like the uh, the reasoning behind it, and I guess since I don't have to go out and buy you something, maybe what I can do is commission a build. But you can build whatever you want, and I'll just write the checks. How's that sound? Hey, man, you just, I'll show you where to set sign. I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. <laughs> Kenny, you have taken me on an awesome ride today. I've really enjoyed your stories. And I want to thank you for taking us on your journey here. Would you give us one parting piece of guidance before you drive off into the sunset in that Hellcat Wrangler? <laughs> well, I would say that if, if you're in, interested in being a in the business, in the automotive industry, I would say, you know, don't give up. Uh, you know, you're, you're going to hit some failures along the way, um, but you know, look for people who have succeeded. Uh, let them mentor you. Let them guide you along the way, um, and and don't forget to have fun. It's not about money at the end of the day. It's about enjoying what you do, and I think you, you can't put a price tag on that. Absolutely, very well said. And what's the best way for our listeners to learn more about you and your companies? Well, uh, you can definitely check us out on our websites at riverraider.com and hawkdesigns.com. Uh, but we also have Facebook pages and Instagram pages. Uh, they're all linked off of the, those websites. And uh, you can, that, that's usually where we post regularly. And uh, you try to do, show things uh, up every day as far as what, what's going on, what's new with us. And we also hit probably about 30 different shows across the country. So if you're at a, at a four-wheel drive meet, there's a good chance we'll be there. Fantastic. Well, listeners, again, you can find everything Kenny shared today at carsyad.com slash Kenny Hawk. And his last name is H 
A-U-K. But you can type Kenny in the search bar and his page will pop right up with all these links. I'd encourage you to check out his website, check out all these social feeds and look at what this young man and his team are building. It's absolutely fantastic. You're going to have some fun. Even if you're not an off-roader, I think this stuff is going to blow you away as it did for me. Kenny, thanks again for being so generous today with your time and expertise and for sharing your experiences with me and the Cars Yow listeners. Until we talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thank you so much for having us. I'm a big fan of the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.